Welcome to the Raindrop Corner podcast. I'm actually doing this intro for a very specific reason. In the future, I will be transitioning away from doing um, intros unless there's a specific reason as to why an episode needs a disclaimer. But I realized in the last couple of episodes that I've done for this podcast, I have not stated my name. So you've literally been listening to this random person ask guest questions and I had the audacity to not even say who I was. So my name is Kayla Huggins and I am the host of the Raindrop Corner podcast and there you have it. So now you know who I am. (laughs) We've been reacquainted again. But um, on a more serious note, I also wanted to give shout outs, like a couple of shout outs to um, the graduates who were supposed to graduate this month or early next month and they're not able to because of everything going on with the coronavirus. I think it's, I think you're awesome and amazing. And I know it's really bittersweet to spend so much time and and hard work on your degree and on your craft and not be able to really actualize that by having the ability to actually walk. So just know that someone is thinking of you and you all are fantastic. I also wanted to give a shout out to everybody who had a birthday in March in April or sometime in May. Um, Happy birthday to you and happy early birthday to you if your birthday is towards the latter part of this month. I know with everybody still adhering to social distancing, even with the rules becoming a little bit more lax in terms of what we can do, we still have to be careful. So for those of you who could not celebrate the normal way you typically would, happy birthday, love y'all, and I hope that you all enjoy this episode. It actually happened to be with a really good friend of mine. We goofed around, we talked about some cool stuff, and the conversation was fantastic as usual. So enjoy. So I'm really excited to interview. I've been wanting to interview you for a while. I've been wanting to be interviewed by you for a while. I have. I'm I'm like for real. I am. So (laughs) wait, before I get too far ahead of myself. Okay. Um let's let's go ahead and tell everybody who you are. I'm Batman at the moment. She is Batman. But she's also And you're Batman. A lovely poet. A motivator, a promoter. Um, all of the above. A so. superhero. No. You have so many things that you do, from motivational speaking to working with kids. I do to way too much. The work you do with the closet. Yeah. You started like the longest running open mic in Jacksonville. Yeah. That's a big deal. But yeah, I feel you. But her name's Love Rain. She's also very <laughs> modest, y'all. She don't know how to take compliments. All right, so here, okay, let's start over. <laughs> okay, we're starting over. My name is Taryn Love Rain's Warwood, and um, yes, I'm a poet. I'm a creator. Uh, in the illustrious words of Ebony Payne English, I am a curator of dopeness. Ooh, um, I like that. Yeah, that's why that it's it's, it's stuck. It should be on the shirt. Ebony, you should put that on the shirt. Okay. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so, uh, I do stuff. I do things. Um, I did help to co-found or co-find or co-found. 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 We can say what we want. Uh, We can, you're right. (laughs) I helped to co-found, uh, the longest running open mic in Jacksonville history called the Cypher Open Mic Poetry and Soul, uh, which was started on the heels of we speak poetry headed up by miss tanya smart um and uh yeah from there myself cuban and uh mr al pete started the cypher let me ask you why did y'all start the cypher like what was the motivating factor for it what was the motivating factor for the cypher 
so for me, I, I really can't speak for uh, for Al and for Cuban, but mm-hmm. um, when I first moved here and I met Tanya and I heard about We Speak Poetry, mm-hmm. and um, I just, I wanted to be a part of the poetry scene. I wanted to, um, what's, what's funny is I never wanted to host. Mm-hmm. I never wanted to host. I always wanted to be behind the scenes. Um, and then I... Uh, when Tanya decided that she didn't want want to do um, We Speak anymore, mm-hmm. um, she kind of handed it over to me and Cuban and Al Pete, and uh, she was just like, the only stipulation is that you got to change the name. So it was kind of like a ready-made mm-hmm. situation um, going on, and then we started the cipher. And um, I, me hosting open mics and producing open mic shows um, really started off with very selfish intent so when you say selfish intent (laughs) define what you mean so um i i wanted to create i wanted to be able to go to a place where i could hear poetry i could hear rap i could hear gospel Mm -hmm. i could see dance i could um see a live artist you know an artist like live painting um and there just wasn't a place that i had found Mm -hmm. that was um where that was happening Mm -hmm. so i wanted to create that that's pretty awesome though yeah i mean it's it's so (laughs) multifaceted because you you cultivate a culture yeah essentially and it's like a place where people can be versatile and there's multiple forms of expression. So I'm just curious, where did the name Love Reigns come come from? Oh like, man. Love Reigns. So there's a story behind that. <laughs> Love Reigns. Um, so when I did move to Jacksonville mm-hmm. and I uh, decided to start performing poetry, um, I, for whatever reason, didn't want to be um, called Taryn. I wanted to be someone else. So I started calling myself Rain, R-E-I-G-N. Okay. So I started doing that, and then I met a poet who was a real poet, because I never considered myself a poet. So I met... (laughs) Continue. I'm sorry. I shouldn't be interrupting. Go ahead. I met someone uh, who was an actual poet, and her name was Rain. And so I didn't want to take anything away from her and away from that. Mm -hmm. So I started calling myself Rain the Unpoet. Mm-hmm. So from <laughs> from Rain the Unpoet, I did that for a while. People got mad at me because I kept saying that I wasn't a poet. You're such a good poet, though. <laughs> I'm mad at you right but now. Listen, just for- I just, at the time, you know, I just did it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, I just, I never saw myself as a poet. So I was Rain the Unpoet. So then people got mad. So then I stopped calling myself Rain the Unpoet. I'm a huge Prince fan. So what? then I went Me too. <laughs> I went from Ray the Unpoet mm-hmm. to the artist. Okay. Formerly known as Rain the Unpoet. <laughs> <laughs> then from there I just I dropped Ray formerly known as Rain the Unpoet and just was the artist for a while. <laughs> I know this sounds so ridiculous. No, you were trying to figure out what works. I was just trying to figure it out and just doing stuff. But um, after a while, I was like, okay, this is ridiculous. You have to come up with something that is going to stick. And one day, I just sat down and I said, you know, what is it that fully makes up Taryn? Mm -hmm. You know, um, as a person. 
and uh, love kept popping in my head. So love reigns. It's, it's as complicated and as uh, simplistic as that sounds. That's beautiful. That's where love reigns came I from. Have, I, I'm curious because you said earlier that you wanted to be someone other than Taryn. Yeah. So what's the difference between Taryn and love reigns? <laughs> Taryn, uh, so there's a distinct difference. Taryn is very shy mm-hmm. and very um, reserved. Taryn doesn't say much of anything. It is overly humble. Yes, Continue. exactly. <laughs> Taryn really, uh, Taryn is an introvert. Mm-hmm. And Taryn likes to sit in the corner by herself. And Taryn is completely okay with that. Mm-hmm. Taryn uh, enjoys alone time. Mm-hmm. Um, and so a lot of times Taryn is isolated from the world and from people mm-hmm. um, because I like it. you know it's just something that i need uh and then love reigns love reigns is the extrovert love reigns is the person who can stand in front of a crowd in front of a room full of strangers and host a show or perform a poem or whatever or entertain a crowd um love reigns is the person who is outgoing and um you know outspoken Mm -hmm. so yeah that's the difference (laughs) that's it's nice though because it it's i find it inspiring Mm -hmm. because to be able to bring artists together to be able to create events that allow people to express themselves but then like at the end of it all you're a human yeah you want to be in pjs by 9 30 p.m yes you want to (laughs) relax and you want to be able to do your own thing but yet you're still able to be social when you need to be Right. Um, to kind of accomplish something that's really enriching for the city. Yeah. So something that I'm also wondering about is so you there's so many things that you do mm-hmm. from working with artists to working with kids to yeah. creating. Um, to doing too much. To, <laughs> honestly, yes, you do do too much. But in like the best possible way. I think it's needed because I you're the type of person you bring light to everyone that you touch everyone that you encounter i i genuinely like i know why your name is love reigns because mm. you do like you spread love you made mm. me fall in love with poetry again i'm gonna stop oh, i'm gonna stop being like a super fan <laughs> but, um, i mean but you know what honestly um it, it it feels good to hear that because often because i do so much and because i'm constantly going mm-hmm you sometimes I lose sight of that sometimes I lose sight of you know what am I doing you know why am I doing this why am I you know people aren't under they aren't understanding you or you know this person said this thing and this person said that thing like you get caught up in the foolishness of it Mm -hmm. and um yeah sometimes you need to be brought back to why you know and brought back to the purpose behind it so I appreciate that no, it's and mm. I mean I truly mean every word. How did you how did you get to this path where you're doing all of these things and you were able to accomplish them and able to connect with people? Um, like it's from like a growing up standpoint. Mm. When do you when did you feel like you found your footing and you kind of had the ability to be able to cultivate events and inspire people the way you do? What's funny is. Um... I can't say that I that there was ever a moment where I actually acknowledged that, mm-hmm. to be honest. Like, 
everything that I've done has always been just um, instinctual. Like it's always been, um, I feel like something that was like a seed that was planted and I was, <laughs> I was just told to go, you know, I don't really, I don't really know how <laughs> to be completely honest. I really have no idea. Like things, I just started doing things, you know, and, and reaching out to people and just creating. If there was something that I wanted to see or something that I wanted to, um, to share with the world, I just created it, you mm -hmm. know, and that's really just what I do. It's never been, um, like a, um, a well thought out plan <laughs> was just, let's just do it. You know, this is the idea. Let's go with it. There's something nice about that though. Mm -hmm. It's, it's unscripted. It's very organic and it feels <laughs> that way when you're at one of your events. Mm -hmm. Something that I've always kind of wanted to ask you in mm -hmm. regards to your journey is what exactly do you want for somebody who does so much? What are what is your end game as far as the things that you've created and what would you like to see? Ultimately, my end game um, has always been, um, I don't even know how to really word it. I, I don't know how to, I'm, I'm going to just give it to you raw. Okay. Because I don't know how to make it sound uh, <laughs> wildly intelligent and professional and, you know, this was written in the stars and all this stuff. No. I have friends mm -hmm. who are very talented i know people who are very 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 talented i know what music and art does for me and i see what it does for other people so my end game has always been to bring that to the world that's it that's it's it's really nothing other than that you know i have i have I have friends who are really really dope artist and my first instinct is oh my gosh you need to hear this person <laughs> like this person needs to be on somebody's grammy stage they need to be heard they need to be on the radio like that's just always my first thought so when i create the shows it's the same thing that's always been my end game that's the only end game is to just be able to provide that for the artist and for the audience to be able to provide the platform, like with the closet, mm -hmm. you know, there's not many platforms that are really providing space for LGBT art artists, you know, so why not provide that? If I have the resources and the ability to do it, why not do it? And let's talk a little bit about the closet. What exactly mm -hmm. is the closet? So the closet, Jax, is, um, it's an entertainment experience, uh, you know, um, geared towards the LGBT community, LGBTQ plus community, of course, open to all, open to allies, open to anyone. Um, but really it's, it's a platform that provides opportunity for LGBT artists. And that's, it's, it's so important to have that because there's a huge need for that, not just in Jacksonville, but in other cities in general where you mm -hmm. don't really see that, or it's like, it's very sparingly. Yeah. So you've been doing this for a while. So have you seen a huge need for that and if so what have you seen any growth in terms of lgbt plus artists being represented in the city compared to maybe when you first started doing events in jacksonville yes um yeah there's definitely still a need and i say that because <clears throat> yeah we have we have pride we have um all these pride events where 
you know, LGBT artists are given a platform, Mm -hmm. but then outside of that, then what? You know, not many. Yeah, you have clubs, you know, which is awesome. We need that. But at the same time, there there isn't always room for the the live entertainment aspect. That's very true. You know what I mean? So um, it's definitely necessary. It's definitely definitely um, still needed. And it's something that I want to continue to, you know, try to provide for people. It, for people who are LGBT plus artists, it gives them the strength to maybe decide that they can go up on stage. Mm-hmm. Because I know I know a lot of LGBT plus artists in town, and a lot of people who are very talented, but they feel like they don't have a platform mm-hmm. in which they can perform. Right. So like taking that concept of kind of encouraging people to perform and get out there, what has you been your experience in terms of some of the motivational speaking that you've done in helping kids in terms of kind of pushing them to kind of speak their truth and have a voice? Um, my, my experience has been that, you know, with poetry and even with creating shows, it's, it's, there's something very freeing about it. Um, it's therapeutic. Um, it's necessary. So when I talk to people, when I talk to the youth, especially, um, the, the, the angle that I always go, I always try to approach is, you know, don't hold that stuff in whatever, whatever the stuff is that you're holding in, like, let it go, get it out, you know? And even if you, you never share it with anybody, get it out, you know, don't let it just, just stew and fester, um, on the inside, get it out and, and whatever happens with it happens, but at least it's out of you, you know, and it's, and you have the opportunity to, uh, to address it. If it's something that you need to do further with it, like, like one of the things I've always said is, or one, what I like to do is write letters to people and burn it. Do you? <laughs> like getting it out is one thing. Are they like actually seeing it burn is another. Are they venting letters? What kind of letters are they? Venting, yes. Um, <laughs> this is why I don't talk to you anymore. This is why I don't like you. So even if I don't, I don't have the, um, you know, the balls to say it to them face to face. I just I can put it in a letter. And I can just get it out. That's but that's got to be cathartic. I it love is. burning shit. I'm gonna it try is. That. <laughs> hey, you gotta listen. Let that shit go. You know, just get it out, burn it, and let it go. Is that Move part on. of why you became a poet? Like being able to find ways to kind of take what was going on inside of your head and kind of release that. What was your motivation for being a poet? The one thing I can say uh, for me is that poetry has always been a part of my life. I was introduced to poetry at five. Mm -hmm. um, And it was just something that (laughs) seemed like it was going to be my path in whatever capacity. I mean, the school I went to when I was in um, kindergarten and preschool, they taught us poetry. One of my very first poem that I ever learned was uh, Rivers by Langston Hughes. It's a great poem. Yeah, that was my very first poem I ever, ever remembered. Um, so we would have to recite poetry, and I just kind of fell in love with it and then fell in love with it again as an adult, um, so much so that I wanted to start sharing it. So, yeah, it is, it's my therapy. It, it definitely is that. It. It's a way to tell a story in such 
an imagery filled and visual and just sensory way yeah even even with words yes yeah i love words words are really cool are you gonna be mad at me <laughs> if i put you on the spot oh man and i ask you to perform a poem oh just man. one you don't have to just one but if you want to um i don't know which one should i do uh what's your favorite poem like out of all the poems that you've ever written do my you, favorite poem, or one of your favorites favorite um, might be might be a loaded one you know what i will actually i'll do this because i'm i'm pushing myself to uh to share more um new poetry mm-hmm. uh i'm going to read something that i wrote the other day for new national shit. poetry new shit <laughs> Uh, so let's read. So I'm going to read the one I wrote, uh, on day two. I'm excited. Of National Poetry Month. Okay. All right. (laughs) I like this poem. Um, I'm learning to no longer speak of love in past tense, as if the weight of it can only be balanced by failed attempts. Relationships have never been something I profess to be good at. I force myself to relate to ships not meant to navigate my seas, provided anchors to dock in the vulnerability of my pleas. I am, no, I am learning to no longer beg for love's attention, to only be free when it takes the form of someone else. My only intention is to give that love to myself because it creates ascension, a magic carpet ride designed to take you higher than you've ever been. My love is opulent, too bold and beautiful to be diminished by mistakes. I faked great for so long that mediocrity deceived fate Mates coming a dime a dozen. It was always me, but I told them that it wasn't. I've gotten real good at shape-shifting my reality into something a little more fitting. I mean, fulfilling. I've been chasing the wrong shit. Using love, I mean, lust as a, re- as a reason to deny my own needs. Taking lust, I mean, love for granted because that fairy tale can't possibly be meant for me. Afraid to let it get too close. My love sometimes chokes the life out of me. Bl- blinded yet choosing what not to see, what came so easy, left too quick. And what stayed around was never meant to be in my forever. My love clever as fuck. But too often we find ourselves stuck. I say we, I mean me. My heart and I have this love-hate situation. She loves when I lust. I lust when she loves. Neither one of us know what we are doing. But we keep doing it. Never fully understanding what it is. So we do it anyway because it is the only truth we have ever known. Woo! (laughs) No, seriously. I I just, I love... I love the way you flow in your poetry and the use of your vocabulary. I'm like the biggest dork ever, but when somebody uses a big ass vocabulary, it makes me so excited. I just like words, man. Like I love words. Words are really cool. You know, um, they're just cool to say. They are and cool. put together. See, see, it's not just me. It's it not makes just me, you. It makes me feel it's good. Not though. just you. So I, and this is something that. Um, that I did want to ask you about because I felt like you might be able to highlight um, a perspective on it. Mm -hmm. So as a person of color and also somebody who is in the LGBT plus community, Mm -hmm. um, how have you bridged that gap in terms of, because with the closet, like, and where I'm kind of going with it is one of the things that I really like about the closet and kind of all the events that you've cultivated, even the cipher, Mm -hmm. you found really creative ways to make those environments not only POC inclusive, mm-hmm. but LGBT plus inclusive, but also in such a way that doesn't make anyone feel like they aren't welcomed if yeah. they don't fall into either of those categories. Right. 
Um, so how do you feel that that gap has been bridged in Jacksonville? And essentially with the closet and the other things that you've done, was that the intent to create spaces that were safe yeah. for individuals? That's always been the intent. Always. Um, because I just feel like it's absolutely ridiculous to, um, to have a space where you have all of these creatives coming together to just share their art with the world. Like, why does that have to be advertised to one group or another? Why can't we all sit and enjoy it? You know what I mean? Like, and it's, it's so diverse. The, the, the creativity and the art is so diverse. You might, you might come to a show and hear poetry and see some dancing or hear some comedy or hear some gospel music or, you know, see somebody doing pantomime. Like, I like that shit. <laughs> I really do. I like all of that together. I mean, one of the very first shows when I when I branched off from the cipher for a while and I did artistry, mm-hmm. our very first show had a Mexican guitar or a Mexican mu- musician, uh, a girl from St. Augustine on the <laughs> stage playing the violin barefoot. We had a gospel, <laughs> I love it. yeah, we had a gospel singer. Mm-hmm. We had a rapper. We had poetry. And we had somebody do pantomime. This is all in one show. Like, who wouldn't love to see that? That's like, that's crazy. And it's different. It's not the same thing. You know, I mean, I know that I'm not the only person that likes all art 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 forms. If I can get my words together. Um, I know I'm not. Like, I can't be. There's There's no way that I can be the only person that likes to see all of these things together. I feel like people appreciate it. And like with everything going on with the coronavirus, something that I've noticed, and I'm not sure if you've noticed it either, but so many people with different skills yeah. showcasing those skills. Yeah. And it's like it's like speed dating, but with talent. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. You are absolutely right. You can see a DJ this day and exactly. one of your favorite musicians this day and uh, Andrea Bocelli on Sunday. Like, right? you know. I'm here for shoot. it. I can't wait. I can't wait either. I love him. You know, so I'm excited. I love that. I just, I honestly, <laughs> like, I'm not trying to be a weirdo, but I really just want him to just sing me to sleep. I Man, listen, that... I, I hope that he does what would really, really make my night if he does, if he, uh, like, brings Celine Dion on live and they do the prayer. I might actually pass out. Listen, that is my shit. Right. You hear me? It is my shit. It is my shit. I love I, that song. I love Celine Dion so much. I've broken so many mirrors Listen, singing Celine Dion. I think we all have. I know I have because I love me some Celine. You can't tell me I'm not Celine or Beyonce or Rihanna. That Everybody's guy. Beyonce or Nicki Minaj. Right? <laughs> I love Nicki Minaj so much. I do too. I know the she's my guilty pleasure. I'm not gonna say it because I'm not doing that on the air. You should. <laughs> but now you gotta do it. I'm not gonna do it. Now you gotta do it. I'll anyway, do it with you. I'm sure got, I know it too. Know, a monster? You know? Oh no, I don't know a monster. I don't know all of it. It's like it's my favorite. It's my favorite Go verse ahead. that she does. I'm not doing oh, it. Okay. I'll, you know what? You know what? Here's what I'll do. I'll you if you do an open mic or a karaoke night, okay. I I pinky promise. And if somebody pinky promises, you know it's real shit. Real shit. I pinky promise to do <laughs> the Nicki Minaj verse yes. of Monster. Oh man. If listen. you ever do a karaoke. We are night. doing a karaoke. Uh, I don't know when we're going to do it. Maybe we're going to do it Saturday. After the Corona. At, no, we got to do it what, po, uh, during the Corona. During the Corona? Okay, we can do it during. Oh. 
that soon. All right, well, get ready. Let's I do it. I promise. Oh so man, yep. I can't back out now. That's what I'm doing. We're I guess gonna, that's what we're do doing. Instagram live. You hear that? <laughs> Kayla's doing Nicki Minaj on Saturday. Damn, you even have photographic evidence. Yep, exactly. Uh, and I'm gonna make sure I save this video. You guys hear that, Kayla? Right here. I don't here. know who Kayla is. Right here. I have a doppelganger. <laughs> She's doing Nicki Minaj on Saturday. We're gonna do some karaoke. The show must go on. It's gonna happen on Saturday. And we're gonna do IG Live. We're gonna pull Kayla in. Turn the volume down real low. <laughs> and she's gonna do Nicki Minaj. Okay? That's what's gonna happen. So, boom. Now you have to do it. <laughs> I always do that. Somehow I always set myself up. And I don't know hey, how. Hey, listen. I do that. I'll be, I'll do it too. I love Nicki Minaj. I, she's my guilty pleasure. I love There's a too. secret. What's the secret? When I used to, so when I used to travel a lot for uh, shows, mm -hmm. Nicki Minaj was a must. So like on the road, right on the road, like I had, she got me hype for the show. That was, and even still, like I have to listen if I'm driving, especially if I'm driving. Oh yeah, there you go. She does Nicki get Minaj. you hype. She get me hype. She just she brings the energy. Like there's select people who can do that for me. Nicki Minaj is one. Prince is another one. Prince is I another. will stop whatever I'm doing to dance to a Prince song. I remember I was having a like a really bad argument with somebody, and a Prince song came on, oh, and I man. just stopped to start dancing, and we both started laughing. <laughs> but it's like it's that serious. That's the best. That's the best. I mean, Prince. Who else does it for me? Uh, Lil Wayne, The Carter Three. Oh, that's a great album. Um, who else does it for me? Uh, Hiatus, Hiatus Coyote does it for me. Um, have you heard of them? Yeah, I haven't. Oh, you would love them. You would love them. Um, yeah. Tank and the Bangas, of course. Tank and the Bangas Of course. Awesome. Of course. Earth, Wind, and Fire does it for me, too. Earth, yes. Like the more upbeat ones. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, that's so. Funny. Have you so with all the shows you've been to, yep. and like different shows that you've had, have you ever had any specific moments in those shows that have stood out, like life changing moments during those shows? Life changing, yeah, like life changing, as in like it altered your perspective or just kind of how you perceived what you were doing. You know, uh, one show in particular that I always, always, always go back to. Um, is a show that I was performing for in Tallahassee. Mm -hmm. I performed for this show, and it was uh, it was a I want to say it was during like a Pride event or something. Mm -hmm. um, but anyway, it was an event. It was an LGBT centered event. Mm -hmm. um, and after I finished performing, a mother came up to me after the show, and she was just crying, and she was just like, you know, my daughter came out to me a few weeks ago, and. I brought her here because I didn't know what to, I didn't know how to handle it, but I wanted to show her that I support her. And I, she introduced me to her daughter and she, her daughter was crying and they both were just like, you know, thank you for your words. And, you know, this, we know that it's not going to be an easy journey, but um, you know, we're glad that we came and you in particular, like touched her life, you know, and touched, she was, she said that I touched her life too. I was just like, oh my gosh, like I, I just didn't, you don't ever, I don't ever approach a show thinking, oh man, I'm going to change somebody's life. <laughs> you know, you don't yeah. ever think that. You just, you just do it. You just do the show. Mm -hmm. um, and 
things like that happen to that comes to alter it does alter your perspective and that was that was definitely life-changing for me that makes me smile yeah. though because you that's that's a part of somebody's life that's going to echo on and you were able to do that in the mm. space that you create and i i think that's one of my favorite things mm. about you is it's not just like you as a person because you're a beautiful person inside and out oh, but it's you. like your ability to cultivate those spaces because i feel mm. like especially in the world that we live in today um it's really hard for people to feel safe yeah. it's really hard for people to feel secure and i think it's it's more importantly really hard for people to feel comfortable with themselves yeah so if you can cultivate a space like that and make people feel more themselves mm -hmm. in that space that's just such a rare thing well it's necessary you know i yeah. mean it's, it's necessary to not only create those spaces so people um understand that this is the the only way that we are going to survive as um as a world mm -hmm. Uh, is if we allow people to be themselves, if we allow people to have the space and opportunity to be themselves, you know? Yeah. And then on the flip side, it's necessary for the artists. It's necessary for the creatives to have those outlets because they have to be able to see, I'm not the only one. You know what I mean? I'm not the only one that's going through this. I'm not the only one uh that feels this way so it's it's just necessary on all fronts it makes people feel a lot less alone true when you like um how did you how did you cultivate that safe space within because to be able to project that outward to other people to some degree mm -hmm. you'd have to do some of that work inwardly so what was that journey like for you it was forced it was forced from experiences uh from you know losing friends losing family mm -hmm. for me i was kind of forced into uh i was forced to go inside myself if that makes sense that makes sense because it you know there there were times where it seemed like nobody understood me mm -hmm. you know so instead of checking out completely mm -hmm. um i went within and i found solace within taryn you know and peace within taryn that's why I like a lot of times I just like to be alone. I don't even necessarily like to talk. I just want to be, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I just like those moments where I just be like a lot. of I spend a lot of time. Hopefully my mom's not watching this. I spend a lot of time in my car. It's like my safe space. And I can just sit in silence and just sit there. You look perfectly serene in there. I do all up. the time. You've seen it. You've seen you it. Times and I'm just sitting car. in the car. I just, that's what it is. I love, that's like my, my sacred space, you know, and it's mine. And <laughs> it's my bubble. <laughs> Some people <laughs> have the car. Some people yeah. have the shower. Exactly. You know, it's, it's good to create a bubble. Um, I think Love Reigns has had a stint. <laughs> for a while mm -hmm. so the extroverted part of me has been overly extroverted uh, for the past 10 years mm -hmm. and now Taryn is taking over and Taryn likes to be alone and Taryn likes peace <laughs> and Taryn likes quiet you know what I'm saying mm -hmm. and, and, and so Taryn just hides out in her car no matter where I am it's just like this is the car and I'm okay Something that you said <laughs> that really stood out to me is when you mentioned um, about kind of being heard and mm -hmm. listened to. 
do you feel like now that do you feel heard and listened to not just as love reigns the poet mm-hmm. um as a speaker do you feel listened to as taryn and love reigns Whew. that's a deep question I feel heard as love reigns. Mm-hmm. Taryn, not so much. What does Taryn have to say? Taryn doesn't really have to say any much of anything. I just, I feel like Taryn is still trying to figure Taryn out, you know? And so Taryn lives in her head a lot. I can be in a room full of people and still be in my head. <laughs> and that's think- just, that's... That's where I am most of the time. It's not abnormal, though. I yeah. think people assume, like, I, I I remember saying this once to, like, my therapist when we were talking. I was like, sometimes I feel the most alone mm-hmm. when I'm around the most people. And according to, like, just how she responded and just, like, other people that I've talked to mm-hmm. in different places around the world, it's not something that's abnormal. Yeah. Because I, I feel like... You can be surrounded by great people. You can be surrounded by talented people. And there are certain aspects of them that can't reach you. Right. In the way that you need to be fulfilled in that moment. Or just like in general. Yeah. So that makes sense. Yeah. Do you feel like among like the talent that you know Mm -hmm. and family and friends, do you feel like you have kind of cultivated a tribe that makes you feel a little less alone and a little bit more on the path to finding Taryn as you kind of navigate everything? Um, I think I'm still defining that. I'm still defining the, the tribe. <laughs> <laughs> what is what is your ideal tribe look like? What is what does that look like? Oh man. Um I mean it's a similar makeup of what it is now. Mm-hmm. Like all these different personalities and people and backgrounds and uh, socioeconomic statuses, like all of these different things, um, are comprised of like that. They make up my uh, my tribe. So I always do this. I try to ask questions that make people think a little bit. Okay. Towards the end of the interview. Gotcha. So my first question out of the three to you Uh-oh. would be: If you could go back and talk to sixteen-year-old Taryn, Oof. if there are three things that you could tell sixteen-year-old Taryn, what would you tell her? Oh, girl, stop falling in love so much. <laughs> How many times you been in love? Oh, girl, too much. <laughs> too much to count. Um, no, but seriously, stop. Stop falling in love. Uh, stop looking for love. Number two is stop looking for love. Uh, and number three, find, um, find your happiness faster. Like, I, I feel like I've found my happiness mm-hmm. at this point, or I'm finding it. Um, find it sooner than 37. <laughs> <laughs> you would save yourself a lot of heartache. So, second question. Okay. And I want you to answer in the most, and I don't even want to say selfish way, because it's not, okay. it wouldn't be a selfish answer, but I want you to answer only thinking about you. Nobody only else. Only thinking about me. Not oh, friends, not family, nobody else. Okay. At this moment in time, more than anything else, what do you want most right now? For only you. For only me. For only you. Gosh. For only me? For only you. It's hard, isn't it? <laughs> That's so sad. Somebody asked me this earlier and I couldn't answer. Because <laughs> every, 
everything that I'm thinking about is like, oh, well, that's going to impact this person. And that's going to impact that person, like, in a good way, you know. Um, what do I want? Right, for me, I just want... Uh, I want to be able to do what the, hell, what the hell I want to do. What do you want to do? I don't want to work for corporate America. There you go. Nobody I want to work for myself. <laughs> I want to be able to make um, more than enough money doing that. I want to be able to um, not have to clock in on somebody's job every day at 8 o'clock, sometimes 12, and do overtime. <laughs> That's what I want. I want to be, I want to be free. <laughs> And you're going to do it, too. I am. You I just want to do it. I want to do it, like, now. Make it happen, universe. This video is going to sh- gonna prove that it's going to happen. It is going to happen. We are Everybody will together. it. We're all affirming We're it into affirming the ethos. It. It is, yep, right there, together. Our, me and a coworker used to have this thing we used to say. And I think I was, like, 26, 27 when, when I first started saying it. We used to say millionaires by 30. Yes. I've got, like, less than a year. But it's, it's gonna okay. happen. It's, it's, going, it's, it's going. It's gonna to happen. happen. I'm gonna going be 31, to still saying it. Yeah, listen, no, nope, because you're gonna be a millionaire <laughs> yeah, by 30. Right? You are. Watch. Yep, it's gonna happen. So the last thing that I had for you. Okay. So to to everyone out there who creates, who wants to kind of get up on stage and express themselves in any way artistically, uh-huh. what what words of encouragement would you give to them? Just do it, you know, um, don't think about, try less, try not to think about um, how people will, will perceive it or receive it. Mm-hmm. Um, just get free and, and share your words and share your work um, without hesitation. So like Nike, just do it. Just do it. Just do it. It's going to be great too. It is. It's going to be great. <laughs> just do it. Fuck them people. So what you got going on? Go plug yourself. It's, oh, it's that it's time. Hard. It's that time. Plug myself. Where you um, plug yourself and you tell people where to find you. Find me on all of your social media stalking apps. Facebook, Love Reigns. That's love space R-E-I-G-N-S. Um, there's a picture, a profile picture of four four faces of me. <laughs> four faces? Four faces. There's four different... There's two uh, versions of Taryn and two versions of Love Reigns. You make me feel better about all my personality. <laughs> I'm, just kidding, I'm just kidding. Listen, they are. They all have... Listen, they all come with their own crazy-ass personality. They really do. Um, yeah. Instagram, at I'm Love Reigns. The Closet Jacks on Instagram. Uh, catch me during the virtual open mic. Catch, uh, that's on Thursday, and then tomorrow, catch the wine chat uh, with Live Long Enterprises, and catch Bards and Brews with Carrie Foster. It's going to be great. All, it's going to be great. These, all these things are wonderful. Y'all yeah. are hilarious in the wine chat. I'm having <laughs> me roll. It's the wine. I mean, it's, it's partially the wine. <laughs> See, I told you, she's too humble. <laughs> But no, seriously, thank you so much. Thank you for coming on the show. It was great having you. You're awesomer. That's Kayla. That's Taryn. The Raindrop Corner. That's her. Follow her. I'm all right. I do things. No, you're more than all right. (laughs) You do a lot of things. You do a lot of one. Let's talk about you. Let's interview you. You can't be taken. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding. 
I mean, I do a little. <laughs> Whatever. She does more than a little. Do a little. Make sure you follow her. She's doing, uh, this is, I'm really putting her on the spot now. She's doing the 30 for 30 challenge where she was writing a poem a day. I am for, uh I need to release national one po- Right. I got I to gotta release I gotta two. I got to do one today, I got to release two. I didn't even do one yesterday. I started writing in half. I'm slipping. I know. But there was no rules. You just got to re- make sure you get all 30 in. So I'm going to do two today. <laughs> I challenge y'all out there. If, yes. Whether you normally write poetry or not, if you have something to say, go ahead and write a poem. Speak you poet. Put it out there. We want to hear what you have to say. Speak poets. Speak, Speak. poets. <laughs> but seriously, thank you so much for coming on the show. Alone. Thank you. Thank you. It was fun. I mean, you got to come back sometime. Of course. Anytime. Anything for you. But I love y'all and I'll see y'all next time. Peace. Bye.